now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. Welcome to issue 159 of the Black Variant. I am Exile, of course, joined by the guy of New York himself, Van Ridley. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing yep. today, dog? I'm good, brother. How, how you feeling, man? I, I'm good. I am good. And of course, we're here to you know deliver you the latest and greatest in comic book news. But before we do that, yes. we got to bullshit a little bit. But before we really get into our <laughs> bullshit, we got to talk about, we lost a legend this past weekend. Yeah. Um, John, John Romita Sr. passed away. Um, for those of you who don't know who John Romita Sr. is, um, after the initial Spider Amazing Spider-Man run, Steve Ditko, who was the original artist, stepped down, and John Romita Sr. took over. And basically, ever every great Spider-Man story, as you know it, comes from John Romita Sr. Everything yeah. from um, Harry to Gwen to Mary Jane, um, he created he or he co-created rather Wolverine. He co-created Mary Jane. He co-created Punisher. He co-created Luke Cage. Um, He's, he was a legend. Like he, every great Spider-Man story you could think of, the Master Planner, um, when Doc Ock originally jumped them in the Halloween parade way back in the day. Yeah, um, essentials. Gwen, yeah, Gwen dying. Matter of fact, the panels they showed in Spider Verse of a Captain dying. As uh, what was it? ASM fifty nine or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 uh, art you saw that was John Romita Senior. Uh, where uh, Stacy dies after uh, Doc Ock throws some fucking bricks off a building while he's, <laughs> and kills him while he's trying to save a kid, which is pretty um, brutal. Like a pretty that's a horrible way to go, way to go yeah, honestly yeah. and truly. The only way to go that's worse than that is possibly how the billionaires are going out at the bottom of the fucking Atlantic Ocean right now. Bro, call Aquaman, bro. Where's Momoa? Where's Momoa? He's drunk in a puddle at the end of Flash. Um, <laughs> Shout, shout out to Jason Momoa. Oh, can we talk about the, the Titanic? Yo, fam. All right, let's start at the top. Why are you making this trip? I listen, man. This is first of all, I I don't often express sympathy for billionaires, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, y'all know how we feel about billionaires here in the black variant. But but with that being said, I gotta say, I gotta say, the out of all the ways to go out, right? Not like Asphy- that, G. <laughs> Asphyxiation is the worst way, like getting choked out, basically, right? Yeah. Imagine getting choked out by the entire weight of the Atlantic Ocean because you decided that you were too goddamn bored in life and decided of being a man and buy a Gundam kit and build it. <laughs> buy a Ferrari. You decided, you know, <laughs> or buy, you know, be like, yeah, be a real rich man, buy a fucking McLaren <laughs> or some shit like that. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm ignorant, yeah. Uh, buy a neighborhood. Do what you gotta do. All right, but you decided no. I'm going to pay a quarter of a million dollars and take me and my child. Yeah, which is the really fucked up part. Plus the CEO of the whole fucking uh, submersible company. Um, and I think one other billionaire, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, and decided to go not only just look at the Titanic, right? Join it. But be it's like be in and go in and out of the Titanic in a basically something the same size as a um, Hyundai Sonic or some shit like that. You know what I yeah. mean? 
or a Hyundai Ionic, wherever the fuck the name of the electrical vehicle is. Um, bro, I, I I saw a rumor, but allegedly it's been confirmed. They are stuck inside the Titanic. Which sucks. Not nobody's coming to get you, G. Bro, not not just like I could I because I read the story, it was like it takes it's roughly like two miles down, right? The Titanic. And we and, and listen, everybody has seen the ocean depth video, the same one that is floated around the timeline today to illustrate just how far these motherfuckers are down, right? Yeah, and I want everybody to know this, right? They are 3,000 meters underwater. For those of you who don't know the math of that, that's 9,000 feet underwater, stuck. Yeah. Inside the Titanic, which sunk a hundred years ago, hundred and one years inside ago. of a metal tank themselves. You know inside I mean? of us, not a not a submarine, right? I want to make this very clear for everybody who is not has not read the details of the story, right? It's not a submarine; it's a submersible, which means it needs to be launched off a parent vehicle. Yeah. So, the, so the thing itself, and for those of you know who haven't been aware of the story, some billionaires went and got their ass stuck in the bottom of the Titanic, right? Here's the worst part. They are in a vehicle that is designed in a way where no one inside the vehicle can open the hatch. Meaning, if by some miraculous stroke of God's luck, put these motherfuckers up to the surface, they still can't open it to get out and get more air. Hey, let's let's look at it like this, right? Even if you crack that bitch open, are you niggas swimming two miles with no air, nigga? Dog, I... I feel bad because, like, being crushed by the ocean is a horrible way to go out. With yeah. that being said, in- facilitating that method of death requires an immense amount of wealth and incompetence. Yeah, yeah. Important <laughs> decision making. <laughs> I think the funniest part, X, is you see how it's being controlled? Did you see the controller? What the fucking logic? The logic that controls controlling your life, nigga. Dog, dog, dog. If y'all haven't seen it, bro, there's a fucking they, they, there's a, there was a uh, dinner. Was it on sixty minutes or CBS yeah, like special, or something yeah. like that? Where they did a special about this fucking submersible company, right? And on it, they're like, "Yeah, we control the whole thing with this fucking game controller." And it's not a game controller you've ever seen before. Like I can see, ain't no dual like shock in that bitch. Like remember the the story like last year, motherfuckers were controlling tanks with Xbox Xbox controllers and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I can see that because you know motherfuckers grow up playing Xbox. I can get that. Why on God's green earth? Why in all the multiverse you decided that you wanted to control your submersible with a generic Logitech game controller? $25 off Amazon, right? And here's yeah. the worst part about it, right? If you then actually can you pull up the uh listing for it right now on yeah, Amazon? Yeah, I, I want up. you tell me when tell me when you get it pulled up, right? All right, hold on. Okay, I'm looking at it now. All right, cool. Go ahead and tap the picture, make sure it's full screen, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you zoom into the screen that, that is shown on the controller in the stock photo, yeah. the screen that's showing is Windows Vista. Alright, man. <laughs> <laughs> the screen that is showing on this generic oh, game man, controller damn. that is that let these motherfuckers oh, down no. to the Titanic. That's the stock it. photo of yeah. the generic game they chose was Windows Vista. Yeah. Them, them brothers are cooked, bro. 
And then the thing is too, like, why not get a real one? Why you can't use a, a Sony or you know what I mean, an Xbox? <laughs> That's why? not in the budget, yo. Y'all yo. couldn't afford a DualShock Pro? A quarter million per ride. The niggas paid to be on there, bro. You couldn't get a real controller, G. Come on, bro. Look, DualShock sound. We dog logitech this is they they went they went to borrow a universal remote to control a goddamn submersible dog with your life in the in the hands of logitech bro this is horrible advertisement the ceo of this company must have watched one of them late night you know you know from like 2006 and be like Damn, do you do you want to do you want to lessen the amount of remotes in your home? Do you want to stop having to go through the remote basket every time you want to do yeah. something? Get this controller. That motherfucker must have saw it and been like, hmm, the motherfuckers probably make a game controller too. This the remote you get your grandma because she keep losing hers. She can't find it. So you get her the universal one because your grandma's still using that flat that fat back TV. <laughs> so you get one of the universal controls at the store. <laughs> Grandma, they don't make remotes for this one no more. <laughs> so you gotta get the universal. You make it work. Oh uh, yeah, you typing in the code in the remote to match the TV. That, that shit oh, not working. Man. The, the cable work. box, like this, is incompatible. Grandma, like, I don't yeah. know what that means. Now you frustrated. <laughs> oh my god. Bad times. Bad times. Grandma, I'll buy you a new TV. I don't yeah. want a new TV. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can watch all my children, all your children on this TV. <laughs> Flat screen, Grandma. Damn. Come on, Grandma. It's 4K. I don't need none of them Ks. Only three Ks I know can take the fuck out my house. <laughs> exactly, bro. Uh, PTSD, <laughs> man. Logitech. Great, Logitech. great webcams. Terrible controllers. Oh, man. What a time. We live in a very unserious-ass reality. Yeah. Um, nothing, nothing. Has anything else bad happened over the last week or so? Nah, just this canon event with the whole submarine thing, man. The, just this, <laughs> this is a canon event, bro. Bro, I I am baffled by the decision making behind that shit. But uh, oh, we didn't acknowledge the Nuggets winning an NBA championship last week. Yeah, shout out to the Nuggets. Shout out to Joe. Yeah, yeah, shout 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 out to, shout out to Mike Malone for talking shit at the parade. Deserved. Yeah, you know, that's pretty much it. They're a boring team, bro. Uh, they're a very boring team, and I I gotta say this. I'm just gonna say one thing specifically about Minnesota, uh, specifically about Minnesota Timberwolves fans. Mm -hmm. Do not come to me talking about <laughs> heat culture. What is heat culture? Can someone explain heat culture to me when your franchise does not have a championship? Okay. Yo, yo bro, your franchise player was crying in practice because Jimmy yelled at him too loud, bro. Yeah, hey, man. He still ain't recovered from that. Let's still, be honest. He's still mad about that. You know, it's it's been years. And you, you would think somebody with a Twitch channel would have more something more to say about that. But nah, he still ain't said nothing about that. Joe and B been bitching that man for five years saying, hey, yeah, we know what Jimmy said to you. Dog, then can you imagine if a man could walk around this God green earth and say he punked you and then went to Rachel Nichols to talk about it? Oh, yeah. That's a real thing. Did you see, um, was it Jeff Teague who told the story? Did you see that? What happened? Jeff Teague uh, was on the Timberwolves team at the time. Jimmy punked Cat in them. Classic. And he told the story on a podcast. And, and the way he tells it, Jimmy basically showed up for the first run through of the scrimmage, and that's it. And apparently, wow. when uh, when Tibbs uh, when Tibbs get excited, he starts shaking and shit. Yeah, uh, like his hands start shaking and shit for no reason. So Tibbs is just vibrating through the floor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like um, flash. You see and then Jimmy the come, wall. yeah. <laughs> and then Jimmy come through like, hey, these motherfuckers can't guard me, man. Y'all got me, got me playing with bitches. 
Um, so he basically came through and was like, hey, give me all the third strings. Get all you niggas. We will play right now. Bust their ass one time. Went to the locker room. Apparently, they had a whole nother run through. The starters won that run through. Then they went to the locker room looking for Jimmy. He was already gone. They turned around on the TV in the locker room, and the nigga was on ESPN with Rachel Nichols. Oh, shit. I remember that interview. Yeah, damn. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that one. Dog, I, that's, that's a funny-ass story. Damn, shout out to Jimmy Butler. Shout out to Jimmy Butler, and shout out to Damian Lillard for doing this shit again for a fourth summer. Um, he, he's doing it. I'm not doing this with this nigga again, bro. I don't care, man. Yo, listen, Bradley Bill had collusion back to and got his way to the sun. God bless him. Um, but fucking Damien, I'm not doing this shit with Damien. Either either you're gonna leave or you're not gonna leave. And I'm gonna I'm gonna treat Damien Lillard the way United are treating Harry Kane. Do you want to come or not? Yeah, nigga. Like and they, do you, they said do you they're wanna... not doing it this summer with him. They like, oh whatever, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, just straight up, we we, we would just be hey man, if you want to make it happen, go and bang on them. If not, hey yo, keep it pushing, man. Yeah, we know we it. not we not we not wasting no time. But yeah, we ain't got time for that shit. All right, we have gotten way too far into current events. Let's get into dead shots, everybody. Yeah. Um, we started off with allegedly. This is heavy allegiance, right? Tom Cruise is allegedly being courted for a DC movie project. I kind of believe this, but Van, how do you feel about this? I definitely believe this. The way he <laughs> they had him chilling for Flash randomly. <laughs> Tom Cruise on co-sign no other movies other than his own. So for him to co-sign, randomly co-sign Flash, I thought it was weird. Yeah. But um, Flash and Christopher Nolan, that's it. That's it, bro. Like that's the only movies. I feel like that's the only movies he's ever watched outside of his own, bro. Um, <laughs> did you see so, his uh his uh what he said about Mission Impossible? What he say? He did uh they did the motorcycle stunt the very first day of filming. He was like, "Yo, if I die, like I want to, I want this to like get this shit out of the way, so like y'all can know if y'all got to film a movie if not or not." You know what I'm saying? This nigga's a lunatic. This is the one when he drives the motorcycle off the cliff. I'm guessing. Yeah, it's just nasty. Tom. I feel like there's easier ways to like find a, like a, a cool. I feel like Tom Cruise, you know, like in the beginning of the Dark Knight Returns, when mm-hmm. Batman's like on the, on the on the racetrack and shit, like looking for a good death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's Tom Cruise, bro. Like I feel like he, like come on, how else do you fucking rationalize hanging off an airplane as it takes off? How else do you rationalize that shit, bro? I don't know, man. I, I really don't. I really don't know, man. He's um, he's a wild boy, man. He's a wild. Boy. A line for something DC related. The thing is, for me, is just, I just don't know what. Like, what would you have him play? Like, what character would you have him? I don't know. This is going to sound crazy, right? And, like, hear me out. Anti-Monitor. Maybe. Maybe. I can see that. I can see that being a thing. But Tom Cruise being the voice of reason scares me, bro, for the your universe. You know what I mean? I... You know, he... Tom Cruise is somebody where I feel like Whatever he's in, he's gonna make that shit work, bro. Like, can you imagine right. the DC budget they're gonna get for Tom Cruise's biggest stunt? Oh, yeah, he's he's definitely gonna be in something where you gotta do a little bit of stunts or something. Like, I, I, I'm surprised we didn't see Tom Cruise hopping off from multiverse to from multiverse in the flash, dog. Like, something, yeah, be honest with you. I know they um, everybody's talking about him playing a, a Tony Stark variant, but I don't see that happening either. I would I, I would say he has to be a cosmic being because like <laughs> unless he's in the, in the silver surfer. <laughs> unless, bro, we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like unless he unless he's like Hal Jordan or some shit, which I can see happening. 
But besides that, I can't see nothing else for, for Tom Cruise, bro. Maybe like Alan Scott, maybe? I don't I don't know. Mm, maybe. Uh, maybe. Oh, I, maybe. We don't know. Moving on. Next thing. Neil Kirby, who is the son of Jack Kirby, legendary Marvel artist, basically damn near greater even than John Romita Sr., uh, arguably, um, released a statement basically questioning Marvel's latest documentary about Stan Lee um, and a lot of mythologizing they did in it, which Stan Lee did create a lot of people, but like Stanley kind of like gives off that like he damn near did this shit himself. Right, right. Yeah. And that's something a lot of people have had an issue with over the years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so Van, how you feeling about this, bro? Yeah, like like this is a recurring thing that comes up a lot. Anytime anything Stanley happens, it's like people's like, man, this nigga, he might have suggested something, changed the hair color of a nigga, but he didn't come up with the character, you know. But yeah. you know, I guess that's the, when you're like the king of comics, I guess that's like the territory. It comes with the territory, you know. Um but yeah, I think Steve Dicko needs to be appreciated way more than he is, you know. The whole Bill Finger thing with Batman kind of uh, pulled this, you know, showed this to me, like how grimy the comic book industry can be. The same thing uh, with the creators of Superman, too. Yeah, and they just now started getting paid, you know, recently, so. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. I, I, I think the last thing we heard about, like, the stuff like, or like the big last lawsuit was uh, the Spider-Man people, the family of the People who created Spider-Man are now trying to get the rights, like basically to have their, basically whenever you see Superman, like when when you saw it in the Flash, you saw you know Superman of a made special appearance by the special arraignment of the Siegel and Schuster family or some shit like that. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, like they're basically trying to get their names on it like that or to have a deal like that, which I think is cool. But like, I'm getting to the point where, bro, just give everybody credit, dog. Like it's been fifty, it's been sixty or seventy years, and like I'm gonna keep it real with you. Right, Stanley probably was not getting paid what he is worth for these movies. Um, and I think a Stanley, even posthumously, should get his due worth. But Jack Kirby should absolutely get a lot of this shit. A yeah. lot of the cosmic shit, even right now that we're seeing and uh, being adapted on both Marvel and DC, came as a direct result of Jack Kirby. Yeah, like so- Jack Kirby did the did the metaphysical research, which like whatever like science journals you can publish on this theoretical ass science um but like jack kirby did a lot of this work and made made a lot of this what it is today and like we, we barely i i doubt he got what he was paid what he should be paid for for eternals yeah, um, definitely I, eternals, yeah yeah and i doubt he's getting paid for what like he really deserves but that's a industry with all comic creators and if the fucking king of comics can deal with this shit then jack kirby unfortunately is going to too yeah. um Let's go ahead and go to the hop to the next thing in Dead Shots. We're gonna we got a first look at Netflix's Avatar, the last ever in the series coming out <laughs> next year. Um, Ben, how do you feel about this? Um, I thought it looked decent, you know, but I know Ang is a kid on the show, but this nigga's a baby in the live action shit. This is, Dog. This is I, I can't believe this small child's out here whooping ass, man. This is crazy. I'm surprised no one in the Discord said Ang looks like me. Um, <laughs> I really thought that joke was coming too. That's why I say it. <laughs> yo, like I understand they got age appropriate or age accurate actors, and I think that's really cool, so they can grow up with the project and stuff. With that being said, Aang really does look like a, look like a kid, yo, like, like a Aang child, looks like, like bro. You know I mean? Aang looks like Caillou. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's Caillou live action. Caillou is crazy. Aang looks like Caillou with a tattoo, dog. Yeah, like, man. Like even the clothes are like super big on him. Like it just looks kind of awkward. Like yeah, like 
I mean, like they're monks. They like they, they they wear ceremonial robes. They right, right. And shit. But like them them shits look like at least Aang's fit look like cosplay. I will say this: everyone else looked like they belonged there. Yeah, everybody else looked fine. Like even like I feel like the um like the yeah like the outfits and shit was solid. But it just the Aang just looked weird. It just looked out of place. It's kind of like um. My man from One Piece in the live action One Piece show look, just looks I, weird, bro. Hey man, I I cannot comment on One Piece. I'm not. I have not been barred or anything, but you know, I have nothing nice to say, and I'm trying to be a better person. <laughs> look um, at you growing. Look at you growing. But I will allow. I will throw it to our black variant correspondent Jamal on the latest episode of The Lookout. If y'all have not tapped in, Summer at Comet House is yes. restarting. So nice. glue, please check in with that. They will definitely comment on that shit, and that's the extent of that. I will be commenting on this shit. You want to go on to the next thing? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, it's been a long time coming. The Gamma Bond has finally dropped. The hoax theatrical distribution rights have finally reverted back to Marvel from Universal. Yo, man, how do Universal let this happen, G? Like, <laughs> I feel like this is easy money. Like, what are we doing, bro? You see how Spider-Man is flourishing, niggas? Why would you allow them to have these rights back? What the fuck, man? To be fair, right, as a regular person, I do mean a regular person. Mm-hmm. How many Hulk villains can you name? Do you think regular people can name? Regular people? Probably Abomination. Probably Red Hulk. Right. That's probably it, to be honest with you. Exactly. Two, right? Yeah. If Universal developed a Hulk movie, who would work that? Yeah. Would, and, and like they probably could. They could get it off the ground like Sony if they really, really, truly cared. Right. Matter of fact, if Universal really wanted to, since they're actually going with the whole uh horror, horror aspect, they could really make a great go do a really cool horror take on on Hulk. Yeah. But um, they ain't got the will to do it. Which is crazy. Like I definitely would have tapped in with Marvel. Like, yo, man, I know y'all got to deal with Spider Man. Let's come up with something, anything, bro. You know? I I like keep I, these rights. I mean, I feel like they also like Ruffalo. They probably would have tried to get Ruffalo and Ruffalo would have been like, bro, I literally have to go through Kevin Feige for everything, dog. Like, if you can't get him to sign off, I don't know what to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, and like, I think they maybe just saw like they don't, they didn't want to be a part of that shit because I feel like a, a major mo- movie studio always wants to call their own shots. Right. And and they they don't want to go through Kevin Feige for everything. Yeah. And also, like, it's not. The thing difference between Hulk and Spider Man is like Hulk does spinoff characters aren't really cool. Like you know what I mean. Like She Hulk is all right, but like I don't know if you want to do a whole She Hulk like movie. You know, so like it, he has no mouse. There's no I mean, cool alternative version of the Hulk. We we got a She Hulk series, so we know how that turned out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, what's a what's a side character you would make for a, a Hulk show? Scar, uh, maybe Scar, maybe about Betsy as a harpy or something. I don't, Betsy, I don't know. Uh, uh, or a red she hulk is or that's was that what her red she hulk form is being called to yeah, a harpy yeah. now um but uh well you could you can maybe make one about um totally awesome hulk on a day's show yeah uh, maybe maybe that could have been out there that could have been a way to do it but um yeah man I, I mean this is the one for marvel and they also get the rights of namor back at the same time so oh shit uh yeah, i didn't, i didn't know that well double double i'm not sure if i put it oh no we put, talked about it last week with Neymar, so hope Neymar, Neymar. So hopefully that movie does not get made. Um, <laughs> you ready to get into this week in comics? Yeah, man. Uh, what do you check? What are you reading, bro? Uh, so I, I went and picked up my pool. I ain't ready yet, but I will tell y'all what I bought. And I apologize for the crinkling of this plastic bag into the microphone. 
uh, what's the I picked up the Wonder Woman issue. So for those okay. who don't know, Wonder Woman's finally getting a child. Um, because Superman and Batman have both had kids in the last decade or so. So Wonder Woman's getting a, is has a child now. I forgot her name. Um, I know Trinity. Tom, Trinity. Thank you. Um, Tom King. Wait, is Trinity her supernatural name or her regular name? I think government. Uh, because uh, I, I remember she has a government, a superhero name. Um, but yeah, Wonder Woman's getting a kid. I think yeah, eight hundred. There we go. Wonder Woman eight hundred. Uh, so anyone who needs to go pick something up for collecting and just like you know the book is fucking good because Tom King is writing it. Um, you should go pick up Wonder Woman eight hundred. This is a big deal. Um, yeah. and this will definitely be going on eBay for like five hundred dollars in like two years. <laughs> yeah, just so, hold it down. Just hold it down. Yeah, just hold it down. Um, buy yourself a copy to read. And buy yourself a copy to just like peruse with, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, when you gotta get, you know, get some shit, shit signed, you feel me? Um, besides that, Titans is hard. Uh, Daredevil is ending, which I am sad about. But like, I I, I finally went and read uh, the final issue of Darsky Run with him turning into uh, <laughs> God Body Daredevil. Um, Shawn Michaels Daredevil, busting ass in the name of the Lord. Shawn yeah. Michaels Daredevil. Um, <laughs> So I, I I thought that was really cool, man. I thought it was a full circle moment. Um, Nightwing is in a weird pattern, uh, but like the the big issue dropped. So yeah. I got once I once I fully read that, I'll probably be fully back on the train. But like when we got to the Super Nightwing part, motherfucker flying around and saving Earth for two hours, I'm like, all right, man, what? <laughs> yeah, he was kind of going a little crazy. Yeah, yeah, I was like, all right, man, what what storytelling purposes are we doing with this here? You know what yeah. I mean? Um, which no disrespect to Tom Taylor, nothing like that, but like this, it's, it's one of them, um, the night my moments. We, we kind of losing the plot a little bit. You get a little bit too cute with it. Right. right. Um, I like where Batgirls is going, though. The latest issue in Batgirls is uh, basically the Batgirls have been accused of murder. Uh, and instead of like everyone like being scared and the police turning against them, the people are now <laughs> chanting in the streets to free the Batgirls. Called the and cause yeah, causing riots and shit, which I think is really cool. Um, I, you know, and I want to talk about X Men books, but <laughs> do you really? Oh, let's talk about one X Men thing. Actually, did you see the story then about Emma Frost and Iron Man getting married? Hey man, no time it is. You know we love weddings over here at the Black Baron. <laughs> So, uh, hey man, can, can someone play the reigns of Castamere, please? <laughs> whoa, 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 everybody, leave your butter knives on the table. Everybody, check if anyone's wearing chain mail, please escort them out of the building. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. But nah, the Ember Force Iron Man thing is it's been a, in the works for a long time, and um, yeah, I kind of knew it was coming. I didn't think it would be happening this quick with the whole marriage thing, but yeah, the news was on the way. And now we get Hellfire Gala 3 with it too. Oh. Yeah, essentially. But uh, I, I also ahead. buy, like, I, I love, uh, like, comic book weddings. Like, it's just so funny issues to buy. There are always some shenanigans going on. Like, I had the X-Men go when um, Shadowcat and um, Colossus almost, almost get married. Had the one and with Doom. Remy, uh, is it Remy and Rogue get married instead in that one, yep. right? Exactly, right. exactly. And then Doom, <laughs> almost wedding. <laughs> You know, <laughs> <I had that> <laughs> <one>. <laughs> it's almost wedding, but so I, I love wedding issues in comics, man. 
Uh, it's wedding issues are always funny because almost always someone gets called a hoe for any like good or bad reason. Right. Um. There's always there's always a uh, a Dwayne and <laughs> baby please and one of these dog and like yeah, every yeah, single yeah. time I'm like bro you can level the entire building and someone's trying to steal your superpower significant other from why don't you just uppercut them into space regardless if they're a coworker. You know yeah, and I mean? just send them on their way, yeah. Yeah, because like there's, there's a certain level to this, but um, what issues are always monumental, but like I feel like in the last decade or so they've gotten a bit gimmicky, yeah. uh, because a lot of and by a lot I mean specifically DC and Marvel top brass, and by top brass I mean the editors of Batman and Spider Man, um, have refused to let their characters grow. Right, yeah, it's always a gimmicky um, finish. It's like it's just uh. yeah, and then fucking Hickman killed the potential remarriage of Storm and Black Panther. Yeah, um, we was on the way. We was really on the way back to that. Like, and he just deterred it. Like, hard right. I'll never forgive you, Jonathan Hickman. And now, <laughs> now, and now he's 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 destroying the 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 what is left of the Ultimate Universe. All right, man. Yeah, I told y'all about Jonathan Hickman. I, I've been saying that from day one, but he's overrated. I will. You have been screaming this on the mountaintops. Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm just saying, a motherfucker puts together a couple of photoshops and put it next to his pictures, and all of a sudden it's cinema. All right, man. Whatever. <laughs> um, go ahead. Oh no, nah, no. Nah, I was just gonna say. Um, I, uh, so for this week, I bought a uh, Spider Getting. I never read it. The trade. Pretty good. How'd you feel about Pretty it? Good. Pretty good. I um, it was decent. I like how Miles is friend forward and he's going through all these weird ass Spider Man timelines universes. It's pretty cool. It's a cool book. It's a cool read. I think you should pick it up if you haven't already. Um, I I, I have the I think I have the issue sitting somewhere in one of my long boxes. Um I remember when it came out, like it was the big thing. It came out the same summer Spider-Man PS4 dropped, or I think yep. the summer after, because Spider-Man PS4 is in a lot of the story. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But the only thing I didn't like about that book is why the fuck is Doc Ock leading half the Spider-Man, bro? Why? Out of all the people in the multiverse, right? Why are y'all letting the motherfucker y'all know to be a villain lead the Spider-Man, bro? What is going on here? Yeah, I, that was very strange, and I, I still don't get that decision. But yeah, I that's my, that's my only gripe with the book too. So, um, I like the Spirit Spider-Man. I lived through like the the initial era and everything, but like we gotta let that shit go, dog. It's been a decade. They talking about bringing it back. It is coming back. I hate yeah, that it shit. Is, it is coming back, right? We got, we got, yo. Out of, think about this. All the, all the people we saw in, in across the Spider Verse, I got to say, at least three of them are probably going to get a book in the near future. And all of them should lead a Spider Man team before we even get to Doctor Octopus again. I think, I think a Spider Punk book absolutely on the way. Like yeah. a whole reboot of Spider Punk is on the way. If, um, if they don't, if they don't bring in, um. If you had to write a specifically that Spider Punk, mm-hmm. right? Uh, if you had to write a Hobie Brown book, which writer are you getting to do it? I don't know the particular person, but I can I know the characteristics of the writer. It would have to be some pure anarchist, revolutionary, <laughs> fuck the white man type book. <laughs> like, so I don't know who you would get for that. John Ridley, maybe, because he just you know. Once he gets in that bag, it's pretty good. But um, no, John really might write a, a self hate angle, self hate angle, and that might take up the whole book like Black Panther, <laughs> or like uh, other history of DC Universe, and he called Green and a coon. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It would just have to be somebody just super into some 
Garver will have to let them cook. Which we know is not going to happen. Not going to happen. Well, what do we got next on the? Oh shit! We for, I forgot to talk about this last week, and I forgot to put it on there, and that's my bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Secret Invasion's coming out this week. Yeah, we totally know so Secret Invasion. I really want to apologize, to everybody, but but uh, yeah, I'm hyped for this. I look, the trailers are good, man. I'm hearing yeah. good reviews. Niggas saying Sam Jackson in his bag. So listen, man, we didn't say we didn't talk about this on here for what two or three summers now. Yeah, it is. It is really hard to fuck up something with Samuel L. Jackson in it, man. Right. Right. Um, and not even not even Kevin Feige and and his uh his his nitpicky ass management dog mm-hmm. um can even fuck that up. But also, big Hollywood stars don't play that shit. Right. They got a, like a lot of notable names in this too. Sam Jackson does not play that Kevin Feige shit dog. He will be like, "Hey man, listen, Sam Jackson, the same motherfucker who watched George Lucas." The creator of the Star Wars canon, st- creator of Star Wars, and said, "Hey man, I understand you, you know in your world you only do blue, green, and red, but I want purple." He got purple, nigga, and he got purple, and they wrote and they and now they write whole stories about why he got that purple. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> what that they should purple drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he so, ran down on George Lucas. So, I really feel like I Sammy Jackson's like, hey man, I know, I know this the story comes up. I know it doesn't really star this character, but that's mine. That's right. my that's my bag. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing my character can really cook in. Let me have it. And Kevin Mike said, you know what? I'm cool. I, I got you, but dog, you can you, you can have everything. Because you want to know why? We we haven't seen it yet, right? Yeah. But at the very least, this show looks different. It looks yeah, just the way it's shot, it looks different. Yep. Totally, it looks super serious, which you know is always plus points for Van. Uh yeah, it just looks good. A lot of lot of, uh Ben Kingsley's in it. Uh not Ben Kingsley. What's up? Kingsley Adair. Kingsley Adair, he's in it. Amelia Clark is in it, which she's she's my queen. Still. Hey, hey man, hey, hey, my queen. She's still my you queen. But yeah, man, it looks good. It looks good. I'm I'm definitely tapped into it. When's it come out? Friday? I think oh, shit. Wait, All right, no. Right back doing the Wednesday thing. Is Disney Disney Plus on the oh, fuck it? We have to go. Big secret invasion. I, I gotta say this though, I have not seen a soul really talking about it all that much. Besides, uh, of course, our MTU correspondent Scott and flows of the Barber's Chair. Uh, it comes out the twenty first, so tomorrow. All yeah, right. Wednesday. I'm tapped in tomorrow morning <laughs> at work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think I think people aren't really talking about it because there's no big uh, looming rumor thing that's gonna be in it. Like, there's gonna be no Mephisto. There's gonna be, you know what I mean? There's no big thing that common, like uh, casual fans will really can gravitate to. So I feel you on that, but I really do feel like it's it's probably has something to do with it being eclipsed by Flash and Spider Verse coming out. I mean, I de- I definitely think that that doesn't that. help it. Yeah, it definitely doesn't help it. But um. I'm get, I'm praying for Super Scroll. Give me Super Scroll, man. If we get oh, or a Super Scroll, I'm sure there's multiple ones out there. But I I want to see what heroes get impersonated. I want to see how how deeper and darker these criminal links get. You know what I'm saying? I think I wanna, my boy Rhodey's a scroll, bro. That would make sense, right? Mm-hmm. But hear me out. I want like I want Bucky to be a scroll. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool Bucky, twist. Bucky as a scroll makes sense because he he's just been floating, right? If think of it like this, right? If Bucky, Bucky's a very mysterious character with a lot of gaps in his history, mm-hmm. right? So think of it like this: Bucky, Winter Soldier happens, right? Bucky pulls Steve out the wreckage, runs off, right? 
What if the scrolls picked his ass after he ran off from the Potomac or after pulling Steve out of Potomac mm-hmm. um, and Winter Soldier and the bucket we've been Civil War is a scroll? Which I means wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shot at you know, like, and like hear me out of this, right? Mm-hmm. Which means the scrolls would have had a goddamn under uh, uh, informant in Wakanda for half a decade. Ah, he maybe he lied about that story, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier about them healing him and shit like that, and the whole tribal shit. Hey, hey, bro, remember um even the original Secret Invasion? Do you remember the uh the panels about Hawkeye and uh Mockingbird? Yep. Yeah, I'm, the, I think it was I think it was regarding abortion trigger warning for anybody. I apologize. Um, but it was regarding abortion. Like they they had this whole emotional ass moment at the end of the at the end of the issue. They realized the motherfucker they were talking to, Mockingbird, was a goddamn scroll. <laughs> Fucking scroll. I think Sharon's definitely a scroll. Sharon Carter. I I would one hundred percent believe Sharon's a scroll. Um, what other actually think about it. what other MCU heroes have been moving funny since let's say Endgame, um, or even before? Like just there's a lot of random shit like motherfuckers just appearing out of nowhere for no reason. Like yeah, niggas being weird. Um, yeah, it's a do- definitely a lot of it's a lot of characters they can use of being scrolls. I think it's a lot of the, the side characters, little niggas, Jimmy Woo, probably a scroll or something. You know. That'd be funny as hell. Yeah. Um, what if what if somebody who was regular and then got powers as a scroll, right? Mm. Like imagine imagine if like uh, Monica Rambo was a scroll the entire time. That actually would be fire. But she would have been dead for a while, so like that might not make sense, but still. Mm-hmm. But nah, that, that's that's good. I like those theories, bro. We could we can get this shit, you know. I want to see how weird this shit gets. Um, how yeah, like. I want to see if they like really shock the foundation of the MCU, but like I also want to see how a relatively ground I say relatively because we're dealing with aliens here, but like a relatively grounded espionage story can affect the larger multiverse. You know what I mean? If, even if it does. And if it doesn't, bonus points. And also, um, <laughs> why does Nick Fury always got to deal with secret societies and shit? You know what I mean? First he had to fight Hydra 1v1 in the in the in his uh suburban. Now you only get scrolls and shit, bro. He only do a secret fights, dog. You know, he only, he if if Nick Fury's idea of a fun afternoon is the silent gunfight from John Wick 2. Yeah, essentially. Uh you want to get into the Craven trailer? Oh my god. Yeah, let's get into the Craven trailer. <laughs> I got some gripes with this shit, bro. I so someone someone pointed this shit out, right? Like, first of all, my thoughts on the trailer are this: it looks exactly what I thought a Craven the Hunter movie would look like, which is really John Wick with more knives instead of guns. Yeah. Um, it's just gonna be some dude in like, ser- like some type of ceremonial garb. You know, some versions of Craven have the lion vest. Some of them have them like mixed with a lion and shit, and, which this one kind of does. Um, and so we can see what we get, but like. It's Craven's the same dude either way. He he likes he likes doing a lot of hands and knives. He don't really do guns and shit. Except that one time he shot Spider-Man in the face and it didn't work. Yeah. Um but with yeah, this man this, I I gotta say this though. Uh something shout out to the person who pointed this out. I can't I don't have the tweet right now, but uh someone pointed out that Craven's origin in this movie is basically exactly that of Catman from Gail Simone's Secret Six run. <laughs> um, literally panel from panel, shot from shot from the trailer. Nice. Um, so whoever figured that out, shout to you. 
But you know, these people at Sony, I hope y'all would at least have like some people like on research to like give a non-dumb origin, seeing as Craven's one is real is literally, bro. I'm I'm just here for the for, for the hunting. You know, yeah, what pretty I mean? much, pretty much. I the thing I like the whole thing with his dad. My all right, these are my two gracks in the trailer. First, he's not surviving going one v one as a lion as a kid. Who the fuck is he? Uh Khabib when he was wrestling bears and shit as a kid. Like, what the fuck is Yo, going on with that? Oh uh, yeah, Jokic in the woods, <laughs> racing against horses. You know what I mean? And then, and then my second thing is, yo, what happened to this nigga's accent, Joe? Yo, yo. First of all, Russell Crowe, I know he's gonna kill this. this nigga doing the, if he's playing your daddy, he's gonna kill it. You know yo, what I mean? He has a lot of fun doing these dad roles, bro. <laughs> like that's a his gimmick lot of now. Fun. That's his whole gimmick now, man. He's killing it, bro. Russian accent. I'm like, damn, you just had his motherfucker play Craven, right? So he's killing it in the trailer, and then this nigga Aaron Taylor Johnson starts speaking. This nigga sounds like every white kid that works at Zoomies, bro. What's up with this nigga? But New York said, "What's your accent, Buckwild?" You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your accent, man? <laughs> this nigga start cold switching like Aquafina, nigga. Like, what? What, what, what happened, bro? It's no song. What's your Russian accent? No, they, they, she he pulled a Jocelyn. I, I, I'm Puerto Rican. I ain't black. Yeah, bro. Like, what happened to my man accent, bro? Like, I really that's, that's the title of the episode. What happened to your accent? What happened to your accent? Fuck, wild, yo, man. It got me so mad because the trailer. I thought the trailer was decent. Like, I, I didn't think it was a bad trailer at all. I thought it was all right, but just this nigga's accent like just disappeared out of nowhere. Like, this isn't craving, bro. It. We, without the accent, it's really not, yo. Like, we might as well not, not like, even do all. this shit. And then like, his outfit, he looks like... Remember that Hercules live-action show they did on CW, nigga? <laughs> a long time ago? Him and Xena, nigga? That's what he looks like, bro. You can't fool me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shit got me hot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kills me, yo, is his whole family got the accent but him. But him? What the fuck happened, bro? Like, it just skipped a generation? Yo, yeah, Russell like, Crowe is killing Russell the Jenkins? accent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My boy Russell Crowe is killing the accent, and then this nigga just doesn't have one at all? Like, what the fuck happened, bro? His brother got it, but he ain't got it. I don't know. What are they gonna say he grew up in America or something? They sent him to America. That probably like, that's probably it. But also, he was talking with the rhino for a second. Yo, why was Yo. this nigga X spot on, bro? Dog, dog. I told you. I told you. I told you, dog. What I say? Now, what now I niggas say? is now was animorphs the movie, man. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. These niggas got me high, bro. <laughs> now the nigga turns into an actual rhino. Like, come on, Sony. <laughs> And the way it, the way it's played in the trailer, bro, is so cheesy. I'm sorry, yo. Cheesy. My guy, my guy, you literally hear him say, "You want to know why they call me the Rhino?" And then you see this motherfucker's skin start to t- turn testicle like, like. Oh my god, bro! You no, like a piece it, of molded bread? Not a piece of molded. They he looks like his transformation looks like the that bread that got heated up in the beginning of Force Awakens. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Spot on, but that's his skin now. Like the fuck, dog. Nah, stop. And they don't even show the full transformation, which I'm cool with holding that shit off. But like, they really with the Amazing Spider-Man video game route. For those of you who don't know, that means they got people transforming into literal animals. Literal animals, bro. No cool suits. No, this nigga that's, just a rhino man now. 
that is that's funny as hell, dog. I, I was yo, I was joking when I said that shit. I didn't think they were gonna call it perfectly, do. bro. You must have seen it early because this is ridiculous. <laughs> right. You know, I know why because Sony's in serious. That's how we know this shit, nigga. Yo, bro. Um, we gave the nigga so many props two weeks ago, bro. Good job on Spider Verse, you know what I mean? And they just shit it on us. Two weeks later. This shit. Oh, this is this is nasty, bro. Uh <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you ready to get some DC film news? Yeah, man. Uh, first off, we got a we got a big confirmation over the weekend. Um, and it's something we pointed out a couple weeks ago as well. Andy Machete has been confirmed to be directing Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Um, then how you feeling about the big dog? Uh, I mean, I guess, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Machete, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like going, I felt like going into this like he was he was like. They knew he was gonna be the you know do this movie, but they couldn't yeah. say anything. So him doing all those hints, like maybe I don't know, like nigga, you knew he was gonna do this movie. Who are you fooling? But I, um, I, I honestly think they tried to get my bad. Um, no, you're good. I, I honestly think they tried to get Affleck to do this shit, and he said no. Um, yeah, man. And they were like, well, Andy had to rescue the Flash, so fucking give it to him. Fucking <laughs> um, he's right there. Yeah. I, I'm from what I saw in the in the Flash. Right, mm-hmm. um, I'm cool with it. Yeah, it works. I'm I'm 100 cool with it. It, will, it. it might be a little campy, uh, but the action will not be lacking. That's exact. That's 100 what I saw in the Flash. Mm-hmm. It might be a bit campy, but it it won't it won't be for lack of action. Right, I, and I think more importantly, especially when you're talking about a Batman role and Batman universe, it's all about the casting, bro. So yeah. whoever you cast as the characters is gonna be, you know, the most important part. Of- the of the movie for me so yeah um you ready in smallville watch yeah let's do it hold on let me hit the music yeah we're putting on our ties i yeah, clip on ties you know what i mean shining our stacy adams not my stacy adams <laughs> we dress like ben reigns right now all right we're on cuffs i got my cuffs all right let's go <laughs> sitting across from each other like Cameron and mace <laughs> live this is x kent you know what uh-huh. i'm saying and we're here to present Smallville Watch, right? Um, of course, I, I, I am joined by Van Lane, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And, and we are here to talk the latest and greatest, and of course, what's going on with Superman Legacy. Um, we got a report coming in from Perry himself telling us that a screen test took place this past weekend at the Warner Brothers lot. Where are the writers? We don't know. But a full screen test took place this weekend with wardrobe and makeup for the roles of Clark Kent and Lois Lane for Superman Legacy. For the role of Superman or Clark Kent, we got Nicholas Hope, we got David Cornsweet, and we got Tom Brittany. And for Lois, we got Emma Mackey, who is uh, Maeve from Sex Education, Phoebe Dinefer, uh, who is, she was the main character who wasn't the Duke in Bridgerton season one. And right. we got Rachel Brosnahan, who was Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. Um, so then, of course, being our resident Smallville expert correspondent, how you feeling about this, man? I'm like, I'm loving everything about this. I'm loving all these picks. You know, I mean, everybody who's running in the running for this, I think, can fit the role, can play Man the role. Um, <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> Go for Stephen A. He can't play. His hands are small. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think everybody in the running for this is gonna be cool. I think it's pretty funny that they did this because it's not like niggas had to sneak on the lot. That lot is empty. 
Oh, <laughs> they didn't have to do the WWE put you in the in the gold card. <laughs> put, put, put the black the hoodie on. They didn't have to do none of that. <laughs> niggas was pointing at them all. Damn, them niggas go. Um, but yeah, I think this is cool. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't leak out like the Batman shit. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm happy that this movie is making progress. Um, 2024 is going to be a big year. 24 and 25 going to be very big years. Uh, especially right. as the writer strike goes on and shit gets pushed back. So, you know what that means? It's going to be like the, when the pandemic started to calm down, when everything's coming out at once. I, you know, we've seen it with Spider-Verse and uh, with Flash right now, but like, I'm really worried about basically these companies trying to basically get it back in the box office from us. Um, basically super back in the schedule with all these comic book movies and shit. Yeah, and I've been in the movies every week since uh, June started. So. Dog, I feel like I feel like I keep I, I keep I'm in the theater all the time, right? Yeah. Um, I, we didn't see Transformers, we didn't see Spider Verse, we didn't see Guardians, we didn't see Ant Man. Like, Ant Man was a long time ago. Yeah, man, we didn't see the live, bro. Uh, it's been it's been a long time. Um, I'm not sure if that 2024 day getting made anymore because, of course, the writer strike. Yeah. Um, but I, if this comes out 2025, I don't think anybody would be mad at that. Um, it's only two years away, so give them a year to film, a year to perfect it. Um, make sure the CGI gets actually like polished and whatnot. Um, I'll be I'll be 100% cool with that, but I also don't think that you're gonna need a CGI budget to show the whole fucking multiverse like you did in Flash. Mm. Um, so you with that being said, ready to hop into the Flash? Yeah, let's hop into the Flash. So um, before you, we wanna, first, you, you, you gotta go first, X. You gotta no, 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 you go first, you go first. <sighs> All right, man. So Flash came out this weekend. Right. Uh, I gotta be honest with you, fellas. I'm not feeling it, man. You're not feeling it. I'm feeling it, bro. Um, I think, I think everybody is good as far as playing it, playing their roles. I think Sasha Kai is great. She's not mm-hmm. used enough for me. Uh, Keaton, he really, he really carries the, the film. Like it's a difference between Keaton's on the screen and when he's not in this film, flat out. Um. I think older Barry towards the end of the movie, I liked Ezra Ezra's portrayal of older Barry, right? Mm-hmm. Towards the end of the movie. As the stakes got a little higher, right? But I think majority of the movie is just like just rambling. <laughs> like it's just like just them two him interacting with uh the younger version of themselves. And it's just I just can't get with it, man. Like younger Barry was just so annoying to me. I couldn't, I just couldn't. I was in the movie there, like, yo, this nigga don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I get the character supposed to be annoying, but it kind of went a little beyond that for me. Um I, I think it's so funny that when faced with the idea of interacting with their 18-year-old self, you were like, bro, fuck. This. I couldn't do it, bro. I'll punch myself <laughs> in the face, bro. Like legit. Like I'll knock myself out. Like to be to be fair, our older Barry was like, sure, I could just kill him and just like dip off. You know what I mean? Nobody remember he's gonna, know. He was gonna sock him, remember? <laughs> <laughs> legit was gonna sock this nigga, bro. He's like, How hard should I punch a nigga? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious because I definitely would have did the same thing as about uh, younger self. Um, I think the Affleck Batman cameo was fire. I loved it. Wonder Woman showing up, fire. Like I love yeah. that. It's kind of giving me what I always wanted to see from these movies. It's like just the Justice League being the Justice League niggas interacting. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I popped when they said Superman was help saving Guatemala, nigga, just on the TV screen. I was hot for that, nigga. bro. I thought it was so cool that they even just showed it, dog. Yeah, oh. that's it. That's all I needed, bro. 
that these niggas are in a world interacting in and around each other. I love that. Yeah, bro. all the time. Yes, I love that. Um, I think <laughs> Iris and uh, Barry's uh, chemistry in this movie is not there at all. It's non-existent. Um, these niggas don't even look like pen pals. These niggas don't even like they hold each other's hands. Um, I I wish Iris was more in the movie. Um, yeah. I think I think the the worst part of this, honestly and truly, is um. In the scenes with Iris and Barry, Iris comes off as charismatic. Barry does not at all. And I get it, the nigga's socially awkward, but like, he don't have no chemistry with this woman that he's supposed to like. You know what I mean? I think mm. Iris has got uh, Kelsey Kilmer has got done the dirties out of this whole Snyder WB scandal because, like, absolutely. I'm sure she was promised the world when she initially got cast in this, and then like many years later, it just hasn't come to fruition at all. Hey, you know who else was Ray Fisher? Absolutely, another one. When I'm, I'm surprised they didn't get him to make a cameo in this. I thought that would have been fucking cool. You they know? referenced him multiple times yes, throughout the movie, which I thought was cool and like a cool way to be like, "Hey, we wanted him in this shit. They ain't let us do it." Uh, but like, I think it's, I think it's super right that he didn't get to appear. Yeah, Continue. yeah, man. Because when he, when he was searching like Victor Stone, I thought he would have found him. You know what I mean? I thought that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought that the themes of this was really good as far as the theme of letting go. Um, I think it's funny that this old movie also has the complete 180 theme from Spider-Man into the, um, into the Spider- <laughs> Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. It's like, into the spy- across the Spider-Verse was, oh yeah, you can change fate. Like, nothing set in stone. And this one is like, yo, man, shit happens, nigga. Um, Some things you can't change, nigga. Some things you can't change, nigga. Huh, get people out gotta the, go. Get it out the mud, little nigga. Um, but I, yeah, I thought the theme, the, the theme was, things were really good. Barry and his mom's interactions. I love them. Um, Those are my favorite parts of the movie. Favorite parts. Absolutely. Um, Another one of my gripes is just how it kind of just ended. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like it wasn't no big fight, really. It kind of was just over. Like, um, I think you could have really swapped out Dark Flash and just put Reverse Flash in there. I thought that would have been an easy layup, you know, but I I get it. What I thought honestly was about to happen was, uh, I mean, like, I kind of I kind of predicted it while the movie was going on, which uh, younger Barry being the Dark Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I thought was going to happen was younger Barry was about to become Reverse Flash. Yes, yes, you that's what, what I, mean? I thought would happen. I thought that would have made more sense because. Like, it, uh, yeah. Go ahead, my bad. No, no, nah, nah, you're good. You're good. Go ahead, bro. Because um, like in the comics, right, the Reverse Flash basically got created because Barry went back to the past, hung out with somebody who stand him in the future, and then and then the dude stand him in the future was like. Nah, I ain't fucking with this vibe, bro. You pussy. And yeah. so then they started beefing, and the dude literally started existing to just spite Barry. You know yeah. what I mean? So I thought that's what younger Barry was about to do because younger Barry's a paradox, yeah. right? He he's from a time loop that potentially can never be closed because this war is about to go to this, well, yeah, this war is about to go to shit anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I thought that's how that how that's what was gonna go. I I can see how they wrote it like that, and then then decided to just have the older Flash or older young Barry kill him um, to close the time loop and just like not have any loose strings from the movie. That felt like a gun Safran move to me, but whatever. It's no, that, that, 100% that makes sense. Um, I thought the look of the Dark Flash was really fucking cool, you know? All the Super Kryptonian cool. Shit, I, it looked cool. Like the Kryptonian shit basically made him an armor, you know what I mean? I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um so we're gonna talk about the cameos. We gonna t- <laughs> let's talk about the cameos real quick. Um, Christopher Reed shit. While it was very weird to see a dead nigga in this movie, I thought it was cool. You know him and Kara. Thought that was really cool. 
Oh, uh, Nicholas Cage, nigga. I almost jumped out my fucking seat for this. You know, I knew this a year, a year ago. Shout out to all the leakers. Shout out to the leakers. Uh, shout out to the leakers. But um, uh, that was cool, man. Him fighting a big ass spider. I pop for that. Uh, even Henry, them showing Henry Cavill in the thing when he initially went to the past, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I got to talk the bit about the biggest one. Oh boy, Clooney is my son Clooney back. You know hey, 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 dog. Hey, man. He here's here's the ironic part, right? That morning I watched Ocean's Eleven. Right? <laughs> nice. So to to end my day with George Clooney as Batman again, bro. Hey, man. Horribly poetic. Yo, I want to say this. I know niggas hated George Clooney's portrayal of, of of Batman, but he looks like he could be a Bruce Wayne ass nigga, bro. He has the look, bro. I'm surprised he didn't hop out with a bottle of Casamigos in his hands, trying to you know get that little ad money like the Rock. Hey, hey man, hey man. If if George Clooney came back to play Batman for like like a multiverse movie, like they mashed up a bunch of shit, you just like did a, get a different version of Batman on the team. That would be hard to lead the next generation of Batman movies. No. Yeah, I think this is a cool one-off. It's cool yeah. seeing this nigga, you know. I yeah. thought at first I really thought it was gonna be Christian Bell. Be honest with you, that's I did I too. Really, that's why I really thought it was gonna be, but you know, I think overall, I, movie just wasn't it for me. I think I get why people like it, and I'm not gonna knock anybody liking it. You know, it's like a six for me, but I get anybody who likes it more than me. Like, if you like it, you like it. It's cool, but I I just didn't really click with it. Um. I'm going to start with I like the movie, right? But I can see why, like, someone would not like the movie. There's a lot of things that I could... With the story itself and, like, just the CGI and shit, I think you could not I, you can not like the movie and be completely justified. Um, I don't think anyone's obligated to like this movie. With that being said, I do think people are dunking on the movie a little bit too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even saying that from the perspective of, like, the, the great MCU DCU war from from the years ago that I talk about sometimes, but I'm saying it from the perspective of before anyone a regular person, right? A regular right. ass people, someone who's not chronically online, someone who's not on Twitter, someone who will not know the details to go find an advanced screening of this, right? Just as a regular person, right? If you were a regular person looking forward to see this movie and the if the movie came out on what day did the flash come out last Thursday officially? Yeah. I think the Thursday by the Thursday before that, at least like, I'm not even sure if it was by the Thursday, I think it was earlier, but there were full clips of the movie on Twitter. Yeah. You know what I mean? The whole baby thing in the microwave that was on, I seen that on the timeline. Yeah. That was, that was on Twitter. Uh, him, him, uh, as, as Barry poking his head out of the fucking, um, the speed force and shit was on Twitter. Yo, like the time, the time travel back to the scene shit was on Twitter, bro. Like, just as a regular person going into this movie, I, my fucking opinion of this shit would absolutely be poisoned by the time I got to the theater, bro. Mm-hmm. That I might even talk about it as like someone just looking forward like, as a DC fan or nothing like that, or someone who was legitimately looking forward to this movie, right? As a regular person, I would be pissed before I got to the movie just from all this shit I saw. I, this is. I'm not talking about like in-game shit where it leaked like literally the night before or some shit like that. You know what I mean? We're not talking about <laughs> I'm not I'm not talking about where my man's leaked the whole script of Ant-Man, which has happened before, right? But like a full at least a week in advance of this of the of the midnight screens of this movie coming out, full like full parts and like important shit parts of the movie of the tweet came out or the parts of the movie came out via tweets, and they were all negative. 
Mm-hmm. Not negative, like in the sense of like mo- like regular people were talking bad about this movie, but all the tweets you saw the clips of this movie were overtly negative. And I saw a lot of tweets with the exact same verbiage with the exact same screenshot posted from several accounts. I ain't saying a bot campaign. I ain't, I ain't going Tony Khan on this shit or nothing like that. Don't 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 try to play me like that. But like, uh, I, it was weird going into this movie. You know what I mean? Because I I ain't seen I. Then even for like Thor: Love and Thunder, like think of the last majorly anticipated comic book movie before this, the Batman. Maybe mm-hmm. we ain't see shit going into this besides what we saw in the trailers. Yeah, pretty much. For for Guardians Three, we ain't see no clips leak. Went for um, and we and like this is not the first movie that had advanced screenings throughout the summer before it, or throughout the spring before it comes out. You know what I mean? Like this is not the first time. Like they paraded. Like this is not the first uh, fucking film WBS paraded around. Like this is the shit. You know what I'm saying? But all this shit leaked online before deliberately to poison the public opinion of the movie, right? And even it got to the point with me, someone who has been through all this shit, who has been chronically online for the last decade, got to the point where I was like, "Hey, bro, maybe this shit is ass. Like maybe, like maybe this shit is not good, right? Yeah. And I and I finally got into the movie. And while the CGI was not finished, that shit was nowhere near as bad as y'all motherfuckers said. Oh, yeah, the CGI, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's a little bit overstated. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely parts where it's wonky, but it's not yeah. as bad as I thought it would be. It's It looks weird, but it's not unpresentable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We've seen worse. We, bro, we have seen some shit that just straight up was not finished over the last couple of years. We have quotes from fucking visual effects artists to prove it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is probably one of those, too. With that being said, the CGI did not look as bad as I was told. And I mean, just the, the baby shit did not look as bad. The baby shit wasn't even weird. You know what I mean? It's something and it's something that they explained throughout the movie. Like, hey, yo, you can't really move people because you would hurt them. But you can put them in some shit and move them. You know what I mean? Um, with that, with like all that, the CGI was not as bad as I thought. I thought the actual writing was really good. Like the just the actual dialogue between characters and shit, I thought that was really good. Um, Ezra themselves is a great actor. Uh, doing older Barry, younger Barry, I thought was really good. Younger Barry, like just like you, how you felt in the first fifteen minutes, I was like, this motherfucker is so annoying, yo. Yeah. And then throughout the movie, you kind of see like shit start to click for them, and then at the same time, uh, older Barry also like shit starts to click for them. And they kind of come to this weird convergence point by the end of the third act. Um, let me actually pull up my notes. I wrote down for this shit because I wrote down a lot of shit. I didn't want to forget it. Um, it was broken. Like the acts to me were broken up in present, past, and future. So like we started off in the present um, on our earth and then we went to the past and shit. And then we got back to the future at the end of it. Um, you can tell deliberately what parts of the movies were reshot. And I do mean damn near the entire 30 minutes, the last 30 minutes of the movie. All that <laughs> shit was reshot. Um, everything that shows basically Ezra in front of a big ass green screen. And, and I'm talking about this also the scene in the beginning, right in front of the hospital. That shit was definitely a reshoot. Um, wow. the shit at the end, a lot of the, the fights at the end looked like a reshoot. Um, the entire I don't want to say the entire is that Charmel? Never mind. Um, <laughs> but at the end, not in the chronosphere itself, um, but in front of the courtroom steps, 100 percent a reshoot. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was um 
you know the, you know about the multiple endings though, right? Yeah, the disgusting film came out and said mm-hmm. like there was multi endings. There was one with basically the Snyder Justice League in front of the courthouse. Um, there was one with Barry and Iris in front of the courthouse, and then there's the one that we saw in the movie, which is Clooney. Yeah. Um, I I thought I liked Young Barry as we went further into it, and I liked the just the narrative purpose he told in the story, and I mean that with Barry got confronted with all of his feelings in real time. You know what I mean? Um, and Barry learned his lesson via younger Barry, like, hey, bro, like, you don't you don't see that, like, you keep running into the same ass wall? Bro, you literally have Kryptonian metal in you. You know what I mean? Um, and just the way that they told a story through younger Barry, I thought was really smart, and I thought it was cool, honestly and truly. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish we saw more of Iris. I I wish whoever said fucking uh, George, uh not George Lee Michael Keaton sounded like the uh, that old toy that used to like you just uh push down like then they're like a repeater form like you push down like uh a catchphrase will come out they are cap like shit right because <laughs> that's, Michael Keaton that's pretty funny though I can't lie that, that, that is funny I'm not gonna hold you but that is cap like shit purely for the reasons Michael Keaton gave the easiest explanation of the fo- fucking multiverse as I have ever seen in approximately three minutes or less via pasta. Yeah. Dog, that shit made sense, didn't it? <laughs> it it kind of laid it out perfectly for for me uh, in, that, in the audience. Bro, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I will say this. a lot of I've read a lot of articles, a lot of reviews and shit. A lot of journalists are basically saying like audience did not like the movie or were confused by it, right? And I don't like to use Rotten Tomatoes as a metric, right? But the Rotten Tomatoes audience score for Flash is like 85. It mm-hmm. was 82 three days ago. That means it's gone up. Right. Every every metric I can use. And by metrics, I'm going to tell you this. Rotten Tomatoes, I'll use Metacritic. Uh, and I'll take my own experience as well. Van, tell me about your experience. What day did you go see The Flash? What time of day? Like, I saw how, it was on... how was your audience's reaction to it? Saturday evening, I thought people were all right to it. You know, it wasn't like getting booed or anything. I thought people were in there. They had a good time at the movies, you know? Yeah. When I, I went Sunday afternoon. I went on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. I So I'm saying this giving, like, I'm saying this with this given. A lot of the cameos were geared to the people I might have saw the movie with. I saw it during a time where a lot of, let's say, middle-aged folk brought their kids, had a good time, Father's Day presents, all that good shit. You know what I mean? My my screening was dying at every joke. My <laughs> screening had a good fucking time. People were not cheering, but motherfuckers were like hooting and hollering and shit. Like my my screening had a great fucking time, yo. There was I was I had to sit next to a white man. He cackled the entire way through. The entire way through. Um, they popped for every cameo, they popped for every little reference, like. I ain't seen. I really haven't been like an environment like this since before Spider, like before Spider Verse. Um, actually, take that back because Spider Verse is very diverse since Endgame. I ain't been to a big white blockbuster since Endgame. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Endgame basically, right? What about uh, Batman. Nah, nah. There's too many color fucking Batman, bro. You want to know why? Because someone <laughs> in the movie was black. This Catwoman was black and Gordon was black. There was a lot of black folk on my Batman screen. Right, right, right. Oh, uh, but in this screening right here, there was a lot. There was a lot of middle aged. There was a lot of dads in there, man. And you want to know what? And you want to know what? My screen loved this fucking movie, yo. And that's why I'm hearing from a lot of regular people. When I when I shit, I went out this weekend, man. I had, to, I had to go see my family. I had to go see friends and stuff. When I talked to the movie with regular people, regular people fucking loved it. 
Mm-hmm. And when I go to the when I went to the barbershop, everybody fucking loved it, dog. They were confused by some shit. They thought the CGI was a little bit weird, but they enjoyed it. They thought the movie was genuinely good. You know what I mean? So I'm saying also to say as a DC war veteran, right? I have fought every great fandom war over the last decade. I'm damn near Wolverine with the shit. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? I'm just going to say this straight up. I have noticed a lot of the same journalists and outlets who gave people a lot of shit during the Snyder years doing the exact same shit for The Flash. And just about, I want to say maybe 90 days ago, I told you motherfuckers, this movie is the end of an era. It is it is the definitive end of the Snyder era in DC. Right? right. And everybody in the mama who hated Snyder has come back out to dunk on this shit one last motherfucking time. And while I respect it, get that bullshit out of here. My nigga, we have survived a whole pandemic. Come on, man. Hey, man. I will. Another thing I will say is, if if you were going into this expecting like um, it kind of the lead into the the new the new um version of DC, it's not that. I thought it was gonna be. I thought the ending was gonna lead directly into what we were doing, but it doesn't. It kind of just it's more of a like you said, more of a book into the, what we're currently doing than starting something new. Yeah. Uh, also, want to give a shout out to Shasha Kai. Um, I, I wish it, yeah, I would wish she was in the movie more, honestly and truly. I thought all the action in the movie was really cool. Um, I thought it was very inventive and fun. Uh, I liked how they shot a lot of this. this I like like just the way they shot the speed force scenes with Barry Rand. Um, just the way you see like how the world kind of melts down and like how it actually looks when them when he's running through the to the earth or on earth, like just the way cities melt away and come back and shit like that. I thought that was super cool. Um, I thought Keaton's Batman was cool. I thought Affleck's Batman was honestly even cooler. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, Affleck's Batman showed the fuck out in the uh, the chase scene, dog. Chasing going crazy, bro. That was hard. That was hard, G. Yeah, yeah. I, and then even in the scene when he pulls up on Barry in front of his crib, I thought that was cool too. I I I love that how somehow Ben Affleck's Batman was the older, wiser Batman, right? But Keaton's Batman got to live the dream. He got yeah. to have a safe Gotham. Yeah. He achieved a safe Gotham. Finish the story, if you will. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. um, it, I thought that was really cool. Um, I I honestly thought after the courthouse and shit, I thought Barry was going to run to Bruce and tell him. And then, like, uh, you know, at the end of Flashpoint, Barry gives the letter from um, Thomas to Bruce. Yeah. I thought, like, I mean, Barry was going to... Cool. I thought I don't I because I no one ever wrote a letter or some shit, right? But like yeah. I thought Barry was gonna run back to Bruce and like tell him everything, and we're gonna like see uh like Barry talking to Bruce in his chair, and he's gonna turn around and then we're gonna see the new Bruce. Yeah. Uh I thought that's what was gonna happen. I'm glad it didn't. Um because I guess in DC canon that uh Ezra's flash is now on Clooney's Earth, which means he's definitively out of the fucking multiverse. But I also kind of figured the motherfucker could just run back to their own earth if it kind of exists still. Um, yeah. You think they bring back Ezra after seeing no. this? No. You think that's it? No, <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, I think I think Ezra would never come back. I think David Zaslav is not a smart man, uh, but he is fiscally responsible at the very least, unfortunately. And I think just the the poison, just the vitriol from this movie is enough to never bring back Ezra Miller again. Uh, with that being said, uh, I'm ready to move on, dog. 
I'm I am I am I'm, I'm ready honestly, to start a new bro a need. Um I am a hundred percent ready to move on from this uh from this part of the the DC chapter. Um, I feel like they gave us a good ending too. Like I feel like you know, seeing Wonder Woman one last time. Yeah, we got this. Yeah, Batman. we got to see everybody. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool, man. Uh, my like my only nitpick is we didn't get to see everybody assembled, but like we kind of we kind of sort of saw it in Peacemaker, mm-hmm. um, and I thought that was kind of cool. So I'm cool with this being the end, and I'm ready for the new era to start. Um, yeah, I. I think honestly and truly, I, I see a lot of people like just. Uh, I saw a lot of people commenting on like uh, the leaked space that came from this movie. You know, at least I mean the ones that leaked, you know, in full clips and shit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for just the general population, I've noticed mostly positive things people had to say about this movie. Uh, and I think that was kind of cool. I think just people going into this shit with an open mind and just knowing, hey, this is some multiverse time travel shit. This shit don't make sense, but just roll with it. Um, I, I really like the chronosphere. Honestly, I forgot to talk about that. The chronosphere was like some um, was like some dimis- dimensional cosmic horror shit. Okay. Um, and that's really Annie Machete's bag. He's a horror director. Um, so like the way like everybody like the way you saw it turn and, and twist and shit. Um, I thought that was so cool when he when we finally first when he first ran into it and we saw that shit because I was horrified for a second. I was like, "What the the fuck is this?" Yeah, and that shit was weird. The way man. Yeah, it was weird. Like it, it looked like yeah, it looks like some body horror shit, kind of, but like in a cosmic dimensional scale. Um, like the way, like, and at the end of the shit, we saw the we saw Barry running back, like playing it out through the Colonel Sphere. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool, um, and probably a good way to save on the budget of like reshooting a couple scenes to just watch them die again. Um, so I thought that was really cool. So I wanted to highlight the Colonel Sphere. But besides that, bro, can we? Uh, I don't know, like if if we got a proper clip, like prepared for this or something like that, right? <laughs> but can we finally lay to rest the name of Ezra Miller here on the Black Variant? Never again do we have to talk about Ezra Miller and their many troubles. Never again do I have to reference Ezra Miller choke slamming a young lady in Iceland. Never again do I have to mention Ezra Miller pulling a eat dirt. In a goddamn tavern and busting somewhere in the like, Undertaker. We got drafted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to talk about Ezra Miller running around like Undertaker when he punched out Spike Dudley. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, uh, no, fuck it. It was Scotty Tuati. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Scotty Tuati. Damn. Uh, we don't have to talk about that shit ever again. Ezra Miller is dead, done, buried from this podcast. Never to be mentioned again. Today is the day we end it. We put it to the flash shirt in the raptors. <laughs> this is Ezra Miller's home going here on the Black Variant. And by home going, I mean to the latest accountability facility for them to deal with the shit they've done. Uh, I'm, I'm done with Ezra Miller, though. I'm done with the flash. We ain't never got to talk about this shit again. Let's move the fuck on. Yeah, man. Hopefully, we'll have movies next year because I don't know the way this writer's try to look is it's going hey. pretty bleak. Hey man, them actors ain't signed the deal yet, bro. It's it it's it's shit June twentieth. But Chris Paul said shit got bad quick, man. Hey, where Chris Paul said I thought about my trade being my kid. Um, <laughs> you paying Fortnite and realize your daddy got traded. He don't even know. Hey, dad, you know you just got traded, huh? Uh, <laughs> Are we moving to DC, Dad? What you mean? <laughs> Ready to get in the soapbox? <laughs> oh yeah, bro. Soapbox. 
this week is yo man for all my niggas out there i'm gonna talk to all my my hashtag fellas you know it's summertime now you shouldn't have the same routines as you do in the winter that means switch up your deodorant nigga maybe you get that Why? Extreme. I, I appreciate you being polite but wash your ass Yes, yes, very much so. Wash your ass, you know what I mean? <laughs> Switch your towel out, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Switch up your, your, your body wash, you know what I mean? If you use something a little light in the winter, you might want to go heavy in the summer, you know what I mean? Do you order and get all the aluminum, nigga? Maybe, you know maybe consider mean? taking an extra shower. You know yeah, I mean? man. Yeah, get all the aluminum in your shit. You know what I mean? Just, you know, make sure to you know, stay on top of your routines and um, switch them up if you can for, for summer. That's all I got. Actually, anything you want to leave with people? Um, I, oh shit, I just almost found it. Give me one mm-hmm. second. I wanted to give a special shout out because I wanted to really mention this because this is a big, important thing. Um, Woody McClain signed a publishing deal with the black owned comic book publisher Godhood Comics to bring the Brotherhood comic series to life. Oh, nice. Um, so I just wanted to give a shout out to Woody McClain and the whole Godhood Comics team, they really cool. And yeah, y'all should go check them out if you get a chance. Yeah. Um, but besides that, go watch the Flashpoint on HBO Max because we ain't referring to that, that shit as the other name. Oh, um, yeah, I gotta see the original. I haven't seen that in so long. The, the, the animated one, hey, 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 the Shazam kids are getting merch still fire. Um, <laughs> With that being said, also everybody, it was Juneteenth this past weekend. I hope everybody went outside, touched grass, and had a good time. Yeah, because man, shout out to all my niggas out there. Yo, it's been a dark winter. You know, like y'all enjoy to enjoy the summertime. Go outside and enjoy yourselves before you get stuck in a Titanic. Yeah. Um, you ready? You want to pay some bills? Let's get out of here. Let's do it. All right. All right. So of course, life from time to. Live from Titans Tower is coming to you very soon. The Young Justice Rewatch podcast featuring myself, uh, Van, and Jamal. Uh, of course, speaking of Jamal, you got to tap into the lookout as well. And Absolutely. Into, you know, Summer at Kame House is starting up the very special event. Y'all should go tap in all summer for a very special playlist and uh, a special lookout offerings. Um, of course, tap into the A Show as well. Tap into the War Report. Tap into the Re- Writers Room. Tap into Black Premier Ugly Radio. Go ahead and tap into Ugly Radio with Rob. We'll tap into BLT. Um, what else do we? What else do we have for the people? Um, yo, man, we love you, niggas. Uh, <laughs> we got some shit coming up uh, this week, and um, Very... some shit that we're working on. But I just got to say this: shout out to Tim. He said Kristen Dunst like Jeremy Shockey. Titan, and I will never forgive him for that. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> I will never forgive him for that. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to, subscribe, shout to the TM. Subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com backslash the Black Brain RNC. Right, subscribe to all the channels and podcasts. Please follow us to Black Brain RNC. God damn it, Tim. We will see y'all next week. We out. Peace.